Welcome, welcome, welcome to See What I Mean with Mo and Artie. Some background. My female 16 mom has never given me any kind of household responsibility or taught me how to do any chores, then screams at me for not doing chores without her mentioning anything needing to be done. I have memories back from when I was four years old of her standing over me and screaming that I was going to make her have a stroke and die at four years old. Almost all of my childhood memories are her screaming that I'm going to make her have a stroke and die, me crying in the bathtub, me wanting to die at six years old to make my mom happy, getting Christmas presents thrown away, etc. She still does stuff like this with the latest being that she went to the bathroom at work to cry today because I make her life so hard. My dad has always tried to remove me from the situation whenever she gets like that, but he can't always do that because he'd be at work. Well, they're finally divorcing, and I said I want to live with my dad. She blew up on me saying how ungrateful and how disrespectful I am, how she's made, how I've made her life miserable to make me happy and other mean things. So, Reddit, am I the asshole for choosing to live with my dad? So this story is quite the doozy. Um... It sounds like the mom is definitely emotionally abusive because in no other situation, or there is no other situation other than an abusive one in which you would scream at your four-year-old child saying that they're going to make you have a stroke and die. Um, And that kind of weight being placed on a child is... Especially a child that young especially a child that young someone who can't even fully conceptualize what you were saying like but they definitely understand it as they get older and much sooner than they should have to and that kind of weight for a you know for a child to carry is immense and impossible to live with because it's like you become terrified of making any choices whatsoever of your own because, and I may be speaking from personal experience here, but you become so scared of making any decision whatsoever, even if it's as simple as, am I okay to get off this couch and go to the bathroom or am I going to piss somebody off? Am I going to make something worse? You know, you, you become scared of making the most insignificant of decisions and it paralyzes you, especially in adulthood. And I, I just, I cannot fathom looking at a child and screaming at them that they're going to be the reason I die. Like, I cannot fathom like, that. The abusive, the abuse that has to go into looking at a child who doesn't even have the concept of all the language that you're using. He doesn't understand, you know. Maybe what a stroke is, because you don't really know what a stroke is at four, but you know what die means. And so to sit there and scream at children and putting the onus on them for your mental health, like it's not just abusive, it's not just toxic, it's actively harming your child. Like it's doing what could be irreparable damage, not just to your relationship with your child but to your child as a whole, because you don't normally find four-year-olds in a situation where they're like, yeah, you know what? I don't know why, but maybe me, 
not being alive anymore will make my mom happy, especially that young, because kids that young think their parents hang the stars at night. Like to put that much pressure on someone you expect to love you unconditionally is horrendous. It is absolutely and unequivocally horrendous. Not to mention expecting them to love you, you know, with the, their entire being. Um, this mother apparently expected her child to be grateful for the heaps of emotional abuse placed on her because she even screams at her kids. She screams that, you know, you're in a, you're ungrateful and, you know, I've spent my entire life making myself unhappy to make you happy. And, you know, she believes that in all of the damage that she's done, her kid still has to be grateful to her. And I think that's a I think that's something that a lot of parents need a reality check about. Your kids don't have to be grateful for you. Your kids don't have to be grateful for putting a roof over the head, for feeding them, for paying the bills and keeping the lights on. Like they don't have to be grateful for that because they're children and you brought them into this world. You have to take care of them now. And, and I am so glad that OP is able to go, you know, has this opportunity to escape oh, with yes. their dad. Because the thing, the thing is, whether, regardless of the circumstances of your birth, and I know, especially right now with Roe being back in the courts, like, it's not as easy just to say, well, you have this child, now you take care of it. I get it. There's definitely nuance within that. Um, but I still think, like, your children do not owe you their allegiance. They just don't. They don't owe you their love. They don't owe you, you know, appreciation. Because you are doing what you are contractually obligated to do in taking care of them. And so to put on them the, you don't like me enough, and then I'm going to treat you badly from it, like... That's not their job. Their job is not to make you happy. Their job is to color during a sugar high and stick a crayon up their nose. That is all kids need to do. That's it. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be grateful for all the things that you are obligated to supply them for. And, and to try to suggest otherwise is not only nonsensical, but it's really going to screw them up. And it is. Yeah. This story is titled, Am I Wrong for Cutting Contact with My Mom? So on Monday, my mom called me and asked if Tuesday I can take her to drop her car off and see why her tire keeps getting low in air. Me. I can take you Wednesday. I already have plans to hang out with my boyfriend. Her. Wow. Me. We rarely get time together since we're long distance. And you get your days with me. I can take you Wednesday. Ask Kim, my sister, since she's off home from work. Her. No. She has kids. So Wednesday morning, she texts my sister and I on group chat. Her. Are you back from the beach? I see you went there to visit him. She is known to drive by my house and to spy to see if I'm home. Her. You need to dump that Mexican. He doesn't even try. Just dump him. 
me. Bye. Then I blocked her number. My sister said she keeps texting over and over, being racist towards my boyfriend that she's never even met, calling him racist names, saying my ex was better, and I caused my ex to drink, and I'm helping my boyfriend's parents with all of my money, and that my boyfriend is lying about being a Jehovah Witness so he doesn't have to get me anything for Christmas. All these horrible things. She did the same to my ex, but was against white, dot, 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 since he was white. I am so over this, and being stressed with all the horrible made-up things she says about me, she is still texting on the group thread that I hate myself, and that's why I'm dating outside of my race. She before called me a hoochie mama for no reason, that I just give the cow and I don't get nothing in return for my relationships. Keep in mind, I'm 30, and I haven't lived with her in over four plus years, and I don't need her financial support. I tried talking to her in the past about her spying, being racist. She doesn't care, or she'll stop for a few days or so and then start up again. I honestly think she needs mental help. Runs on my mom's side of the family. Am I wrong for having blocked her? I don't intend on visiting her anytime soon. I normally cave and visit her to be nice, but I can't keep living like this. I honestly wish I didn't live in the same town as her. The thing that is concerning to me is the fact that the mother in this story feels like she's entitled to her daughter's time. Daughter doesn't live with her anymore. She's not financially dependent on her mother anymore. She's in her 30s out there trying to live her best life. And her mom is still trying to control her. But no, like you're not the asshole for cutting toxicity out of your life. Whoever that might be coming from, you do not owe people space in your life if they are trampling on your boundaries. Not just trampling on your boundaries, but also getting all up in your business enough to, you know, calling someone a hoochie mama or saying they give the cow but not in a relationship but nothing in return. That's just, you know, really fancy ways of calling someone a slut. And you're not going to get... Let me interrupt this for just a second because it's not just calling someone a slut. It's calling a woman a slut. Exactly. Because, like, men... In this kind of dynamic, men are like kind of, and in this context, um, I'm speaking specifically about cisgender men and women. I obviously know that the gender binary is different from sex assigned at birth, but in this kind of context, men are usually encouraged to go out and get all the kind of tell like, yeah, while women are like supposed to be who that these men be sleeping with each other if you want your your forever person to be like never having been with anybody else but at the same time while you were in about her body count like like it's just it's stupid it's stupid it's like normative and it's ridiculous there is no reason to sex shame anybody like sex shaming people is pointless it gets you nowhere it does nothing good it causes nothing but troubles and this is coming from someone whose personal 
relationship with sex is no fucking thank you. And even then, there is nothing wrong with people just having sex for fun. There's nothing wrong with it. And the only time people seem to have an issue with it is when it's the women that are having sex. And it's like, you know, I mean, there's so many more uh, grievances I have about that topic. But I also just wanted to kind of come back to the fact that, like, as you had said, this person had, the OP had repeatedly put down some boundaries like you need to stop being racist you need to stop doing x you need to stop doing y and even admitted when they when she would say that her mom would say you know would basically stop for a couple days and then start right back up and it's like in any other relationship except with parents that kind of harassment you know, society tells you to get get out and leave and keep yourself safe. But the kind of harassment that this mother is showing towards her daughter is extreme. Um, like driving by their house to see if they're home and that is so again, stalker. That is literally stalker behavior. But because it is. this person's mother, you're gonna find so many people saying oh, it's just your mom. She just has the best intentions for you. She just cares. And, you know, we need to, we as a society need to stop that. We need to stop. It's your mother she cares. It's your dad he cares. It's your sibling they care. Like that familial relationship has nothing to do with the care and respect and love that somebody has for you. It really doesn't. And while, yes, you know, there are many families who are loving and kind and supportive, there are many who aren't. And you can't just say, go back to them because it's your mother. In any other relationship, if it's a best friend treating you like that, you know, people are like, what are you doing? Stop being friends with that person. That's horrific. If it's somebody's boyfriend or their girlfriend so or uh, their partner, you know, somebody would be like, oh, my God, you need to dump this person. That is literal harassment. But because it's the mother, she's supposed to accept it. And the idea, the very notion that somehow we are supposed to keep family relations and relatives in our lives, even if they have nothing to offer but toxicity, like, oh, they're just like that. You know how they are. No, how they are is toxic and abusive, and I'm not going to fucking put up with it anymore. Like, that's okay. No is a complete sentence, and you do not oh anyone a free lane into your boundaries like no no is a complete sentence it means no and you don't have to keep anyone in your life who does not add to it by being there the only last thing that i personally wanted to bring up about this topic or this uh yeah is when op in the conversation with their mother where, you know, they basically said, I'm, I'm busy on Wednesday. I can't, or I'm busy on Tuesday. I can't take you then. I'll take you Wednesday if you still need to. And OP basically said, you know, call my, call my sister. She has off work. And the mom says, no, she has kids. In what world does making, having kids make your time more valuable? 
so much this. You know, just so, because they have kids does not mean that their time is more valuable than yours if you don't. And that is yet another notion we need to break in society. Big time mood. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of See What I Mean, brought to you by the one that chose me.